Well, hello and welcome back for The Love of Skin and More with Shantae E., your licensed esthetician. I am so excited to be back here. As you can see, my intro is still the same as the last time and not the first time because I haven't had time to get around it. But that's okay, right? Because that's not what we're here for. We are here for information. And as promised this one, we were going to deep dive more into about the skin type. So we can talk about your skin type, what you can do to, you know, improve your skincare routine, and the things that you can change. So if you're ready, I'm ready to jump right on into it. So as I mentioned before in the previous episode, there are four, kind of five main skin types. The skin is the largest organ of our body and each area needs to be handled in different ways. What we do for our legs, we don't wanna do for our face what we do for our underarms (laughs) we don't want to do for our feet right so with skincare we're going to start off with normal skin so normal skin has generally has a good oil water balance um it can change from seasons um, with winter and like summer, for example. Um, in winter, you may notice it's more drier. In the summer, it might produce a little bit more oil. Normal skin, the follicles are going to look really normal. And so just having a really good regular maintenance at home routine in regular facials are just fine. With normal skin... So let me back up a bit and say this. So when it comes to like facials, you can get them as often as four weeks, but depending on your skin can determine how often you truly should get those, right? So if you have normal skin, maybe you don't need to get in facial every four weeks. It could be once every two or three months. And then as long as you're maintaining your at-home care routine, you're doing well. Your skin is performing in the way it's supposed to perform. It's balanced in the way that it needs to be balanced. And so you just need really good maintenance and preventative care. After normal, the next skin type that we would look at is combination. Now, combination can be a little bit of a tricky skin type. Um, And then you can have like combination oily. You can also have combination I'm sorry, combination oily. You can have combination oily dry or oily normal. Typically, when you're looking at combination combination skin, you're looking in the T-zone area. So if you were to draw like a line across the top of your forehead and down the middle of your face, that's your T-zone. And typically, you'll see it pretty oily in that area. And then you might have like dry chin area. Now, with combination skin, the goal is to balance the oils and um, the water in the skin, right? We don't want to have, excuse me, trans-epidural water loss, which is known as TUL. So the goal is to balance that skin. So with combination skin, you want to avoid harsh cleansers. Sometimes the biggest mistake that we can make is using incorrect cleansers on our face, Um, we might think, okay, our skin is oily. Let's get a dry cleanser. Absolutely not. That is not what you want to do. Don't do it if you're doing it. Get rid of it if you have it. 
you really need a cleanser that is pH neutral, as we talked about in the previous episode, and that's going to balance that skincare routine. One of my favorite cleansers to use for combination skin is an enzymatic foaming cleanser by Sanitas. Sanitas is a clinical grade skincare line. I love it. I've been using it for six years and it really speaks tough to the results that it produced for client skin. So um, they hold an enzymatic foaming cleanser, which is really awesome. But in general, if you have combination skin, depending on the ingredients in that cleanser that you receive or have, um, a foaming cleanser is definitely a good idea in the way to go, in my opinion. Um, with combination skin also, you don't want to over exfoliate and we're going to cover that a couple times throughout this. Um, but you want to be careful of the scrubs you use on your face. You don't want to tear your skin. You want to protect it by any means necessary. And we have to understand that our skin is actually smarter than we probably give credit to and how it can repair um, and fix itself. And sometimes um, we don't have to do anything to fix it because it's going to repair itself. It's, it's very, very, very smart. The next skin type we're gonna talk about is dry skin. So dry skin can often be confused with dehydrated skin, but there are two different things. So with dry skin, that is a skin that does not produce enough oil, whereas dehydrated skin doesn't produce enough water. You can have a skin that does both. And so our goal is to bring that skin in sync where we're allowing it to produce oil and water that's going to give you the balance that you need in your skin. With dry skin, it has very small pores. Um, with dry skin also, you may see more of the impaired acid mantle, which I talked about before as well. Acid mantle is our skin barrier. It produces sebum and water. It protects our skin. And if that is impaired or damaged, um, the skin can feel very rough in texture um, and just weak in general and not strong enough to do what it needs to do. Again, our skin is very smart, so we have to know how to um, properly take care of it so it can work smarter, not harder for us. So again, with dry skin, it doesn't produce sufficient oil, and the goal is to increase that production and lock in the moisture for that skin. Another thing about dry skin is it can age a lot faster than any other skin because it can crack. Um, you can see more fine lines and wrinkles um, because it doesn't have that oil to keep itself full. So this is gonna sound kind of crazy, but one of the things I like to share with people who have like combination and even oily skin is like, um, it's always a blessing later because you will more than likely look a lot younger than your peers because of the oil production that your skin gives. Since it produces that oil, it's going to keep that skin looking young and supple. So oily skin or combination skin is not 
necessarily a bad thing. Um, I don't think any skin is a bad thing, but it's, I'm just thinking about kind of the stories that I hear from some people. Um, so aside from aging faster with dry skin, um, just creating a routine that maintains the right products, preventing over exfoliation again, it's already dry, so you don't want to over exfoliate that skin. And that is a big no-no with any skin type um, anyways. But over exfoliation can tear the skin and we, we don't want that to happen. So cleanser, an exfoliation that you do maybe once a week for dry skin and a moisturizer and of course your sunscreen will do the trick. Um, this is not the last one, um, because remember I told you we were going to cover the four main ones and then we're going to cover the fifth one. So this one, we're talking about oily skin here and oily skin is excess oil production. So your skin overproduce oil. Um, science is like overactive sebaceous glands is a way to put that oily skin. You often see lots of breakouts with oily skin. Um, the follicles may be larger. Pores are more, more noticeable. Um, and they're prone to like blemishes from like dead skin buildup. With oily skin, we want to balance the oils. And one of the biggest misconceptions with oily skin is that you don't need moisturizer. And let me tell you, that is absolutely not true. You absolutely need moisturizer and you need the right skincare routine so you can balance those oils in your skin so they're not overproducing on one end or the other. So they're not overproducing on the end from lack of moisturizer being used or overproducing on the end for no moisturizer being used. We still need to feed our skin the nutrients it needs to perform at its very best. And that includes moisturizer with oil, oily skin. Um, again, with oily skin, you want to avoid harsh cleansers as well. And you don't want to do anything that's gonna strip your skin barrier or your acid mantle. So, with oily skin, again, um, a couple cleansers that I recommend and suggest is like an enzymatic foaming cleanser or a purifying clay cleanser. Either one of those will be awesome. Um, with oily skin, I would also probably add in like a beta clarifying cleanser, which will um, help kill the you know the bacteria that's being produced produce excuse me in that skin and it's high in niacinamide which is a, a really good b vitamin b to have in your skincare routine so with oily skin um again make sure that you moisturize it appropriately but also using the right cleansers. And the last one we're gonna talk about is sensitive skin. And sensitive skin is a thing. There's a lot that kind of goes with it because we have sensitive and sensitized skin. And they can be very closely related. Um, when we Sensitive skin can be like how you react to products. Um, 
can your skin handle it? Is it strong enough? Um, and then you have like sensitized skin where it might be like someone who might experience like rosacea um, is a very common one that we see quite a bit. And it's, you know, caring for the products and what you use on the face to help calm those things down. If you have sensitive skin, um, the best recommendation is following a sensitive skincare line to appropriately care for that skin. Definitely no over exfoliation. It may be so minimum. It may not even be a scrub for sensitive skin because that's how much it could disrupt the skin's barrier. Um, for sensitized skin, a sensitive line could work for that as well, but then you might wanna add something in like a vitamin K or Vita K to calm some of that redness down. Now we know that rosacea cannot be cured. However, there are tools that we have to regulate it. And so um, those are some things that we wanna take into consideration. Um, so sensitive skin or sensitized skin, they're very delicate um, in whichever they were and they could again be combined as well but caring for those skin types really matter to maintain the health of your skin. So this was just a brief rundown. I could go on and on and on. I try to keep it short because I do love getting into the deets of all this stuff, but um, I don't wanna bore you. However, be sure to follow me on Ilands Care on Instagram. That's I-L-A-N-D-S-C-A-R-E. Follow for more information. You could also DM me if you have any questions, if there's anything I can do to help. Again, this is Shante E., licensed esthetician out of Omaha, Nebraska, owner of Eyelash and Skin. I look forward to speaking with you guys next time. Ciao.